The Final Furlong Podcast is brought to you in association with AtTheRaces.com, the ultimate resource for racing fans. Welcome along to our Christmas special edition of the Final Furlong Podcast on AtTheRaces.com and on your favourite podcast app, which of course, if you're listening on the podcast app, you've already downloaded. It's the festive season, we've got the mulled wine, we've got some hot brandies, because Kevin Blake has been killed by the handicapper. So Nikki's here with the hot brandies for us, and it is At The Races Pundit Kevin Blake. Hello. At The Races Bloodstock Show presenter Vanessa Ryle. Hey there. And me, Emmett Kennedy, as we do our now annual Final Furlong Podcast Christmas Quiz. So we're releasing this on Christmas Eve. Uh, Maybe it's Christmas Day for you, in which case, Merry Christmas. Hope you're having a great day. Maybe you're stuffed full of turkey. Maybe you're fed up with the family and you just want to go off and listen to a racing show for a little bit instead. But I hope you're having a great day, and we're glad that you're spending some time with us. We are going to release the answers for this quiz on the 27th uh, of December. So you've got a few days to mull this over. No Googling. No Googling. Last year, Adam Webb was the one who absolutely crushed it. The king of Google, we call him. He promises not to Google. He (laughs) said he didn't do it last year, and he promises not to Google again. Google king. (laughs) But uh, Kevin Blake... Maintains he is the Google King. Uh, and I tell you what, I've Google proofed the, the hard questions. Okay, here. all right. So we can't just go on the iPhone. It's not so. going to be that easy, no. no. All right. Uh, so a couple of things. It's Vanessa and myself who are going to be answering the questions for the... Uh, the entertainment of everyone. For the entertainment, <laughs> yeah. For to, to, we, we have stepped forward <laughs> to embarrass ourselves, and we are prepared to do so. Uh, so on that note, yes. Can I? Can when we get to the answering bits, can I? Can I have a stab at the easy ones, and then you can take over at middling? Why, why don't we? You can both. You can both give your answers why don't we, before we give the answers. Why don't we alternate? Okay. So yes, you. So, so just so soft, the Perry. So you can. You can. Um, actually, no. Do you know what? First one in gets it. Oh, stop. There we go. I, I feel very underprepared. Also, I have the flu. I'm sick as well. I have brain flu, oh, so guys. I can't think properly. No, seriously, I, I, I just feel as though I'm going to be embarrassed here. Last, okay. last you're, year, you're, I did you're, all right. Yeah, you did okay. You did okay. You were upset at the time, but I think history showed that you did all right. Yeah, in, in because, the scheme of things. Because everyone had a moan last year. Oh, it's so hard, Kevin. Oh, no. It's difficult. We don't like difficult questions. So I've changed the format a little bit this year. <laughs> I have 10 easy ones, 10 medium ones, and 10 hard ones. Okay. So... All being well, and everyone will be eased into it nicely, and then I can embarrass them with their lack of racing knowledge a little bit and later to on. to be fair, I think the hard ones, you know, don't be sad if you don't know the answers. Just, just like for me, it's just going to be a learning experience. I'm going to come away from this with more knowledge than I entered it. That's a good way of selling this, Vanessa Ryle. I like that. <laughs> That's why you work for At The Races. <laughs> All right, so Kevin is going to set the questions. Last year, we each asked a section, but this time around, Kevin has, has done all the questions himself. Um, I'm sure he's had some outside help, but uh, Vanessa and I have not seen the questions beforehand. We are not allowed to use iPads or iPhones, so we are on our own. And we can see Vanessa uh, through Skype, so we know if she's Googling or getting help from Sarah Rose in the background. Uh, That's not allowed. So, here we go. Kevin Blake doing his best Jeremy Paxman impression or Bradley Walsh impression, whichever quiz master you, you, you decide to be. And the final Furlong Podcast festive quiz starts now. Okay, number one, the very first easy question. Lizzie Kelly recently became the first woman to win a grade one race over jumps, but on what horse? T for three. 
What, what, oh, yeah. First of all, you're wrong. First of all, don't <laughs> oh. answer the question out loud because <laughs> that's, oh. that's just so And secondly, you're wrong. Jesus. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Don't answer the question out loud. Write it down in front of you, woman. You have to write the question down, <laughs> and then that's what. Listen, there's we a did reason, this last year. There is a reason that we are doing an answers podcast. All right, oh, and the yeah. and the reason Sorry. we're doing an answers podcast is because we're going to reveal the answers later. So drunk. So so remember, Jeez, write sorry, down your I answer. I really got the wrong gist here. Oh, I'm, I'm really annoyed now that you did that because it would have been hilarious in the answer section when you said, I know, T for three. Drunk as a monkey. All right, go on. Okay, we'll kick on. If, if you don't get that question right now, by the way, you're just an idiot. But Vanessa was wrong. Yes, she was wrong. Yes, and by, <laughs> by the way, Vanessa, you're wrong on that. We're going to have to punish you for that. That was your first answer, and we're going to accept it. So you've got the first one wrong. <laughs> right. Move on. Okay, number two. Which Irish race course is a palindrome? For the un uneducated idiots out there, oh, that no. means is it's spelled the same forwards and backwards. I think Emmett's got it. I think Emmett's got it. Okay. Number three. Name the two-year-old filly that recently won the, the Queen Mary Stakes at Royal Ascot prior to going on to finish second in the Nuntorp Stakes later that season. Unusual thing, two-year-old filly running in the Nuntorp. Uh, Emmett Scott, Ask I that think. question again. Name the two-year-old filly that recently won the Queen Mary Stakes at Royal Ascot prior to finishing second in the Nuntorp Stakes later that season. Yeah, okay. Okay. Number four, name the sire of Galileo Gold. <laughs> Galileo Gold. Galileo. <laughs> This is great. I've got one. Congratulations. Oh, <laughs> oh what is his sire? Hang on. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm wrong, but anyway, uh, put it in. Hilarious. Okay. Uh, number five. Name William McCreary's sole group one winner to date. <gasps> this was about three years ago, I think. Two and a half. Do you have it, Emmett? No, I don't. I think he's struggling. I think he's struggling. <laughs> But we shall move on. We shall move on. You can come back to it. Oh, no, I think he might. I think he, he thinks he has it. Okay. Number six. Can you name the three Aintree Grand National winners to carry the colours of Trevor Hemmings? Have to get all three here. There's no partial credits. These are all nice and relatively recently. I think the oldest one might have been 12 years ago, 13 years ago. So I think that's nice and recent for every, everyone. Uh, Kennedy's got two. Oh, he's struggling. He's struggling for the last one. Oh. I've got two really oh. struggling. Oh, I can see him. Oh. Of course you can see him. They all wear the same silks. No, I can <laughs> see the trainer and all. <laughs> I can see the trainer and all. Oh, man. Um. Oh, all memorable for different reasons. Um. But anyway, you, you can think about that yourself there, Emmett. We'll move along. Oh, no. <laughs> Number seven. Oh, no. Name A.P. McCoy's last winner at the Cheltenham Festival. That is too kind. Well, this, These are easy questions, Vanessa. I could train a monkey to get these questions right, I reckon. There's I have no idea how to spell his name, but I'm doing it anyway. Make me feel stupid. A little, race, a little racing monkey. I could put him on my shoulder. 
<laughs> okay. Number eight. Hmm? Name the sire of Red Galileo. Oh, yes. Bloodstock questions are my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, this is Jesus, slight, slightly, slightly more obscure than the it, Galileo Gold question. To be fair, if you don't get Bloodstock questions correct, then there's a serious problem. Ah, oh, sure, Goodbye. look at Jesus. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Okay, an international question for those that look beyond the, the shores of Ireland, God help them. We're or, talking or to you, Peter T. Forenthal. <laughs> Michelle Payne was the first woman to ride the winner of the Melbourne Cup. What was the name of the horse she rode? Or oh, you're some one hundred to one shot. Oh, you're all struggling. I thought that was easy. Shit. Is that <laughs> historically significant winner? Shit. <laughs> okay, and the very last easy question, easy peasy, number ten. Name the first woman to train the winner of the Saint Ledger at Doncaster. Don't look at me blankly. It was very recent. Come on, Emmett. You can't get that one. Come right. on. Oh. You love women. Oh. Th three of these <laughs> questions have related to women, so you're going to get at least three right. Oh. Rory <laughs> favorite horse. Uh, don't be, oh, giving, don't be giving clues. Ah, come on. Oh, you're totally out of it. So drunk. No, I don't know. Okay. Right, we'll move on to the mediums. Okay. And the first couple of mediums are, are nice, but they get worse after that, I'm afraid. So, number 11. Name Willie Mullins' first ever winner at the Cheltenham Festival as a trainer. We're going back, oh God, over 20 years. I'll give you I'll give you a small clue. It 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 won't help a lot of people, but if she was a mare, mm. and she went down to be the dam of of a horse that won a couple a couple of high profile races recently. I I can't think. Okay, we'll move we'll move on we'll move on. Number twelve, Coney Gree won the Cheltenham Gold Cup while still a novice in two thousand and fifteen. Named the last novice to win the race prior to that. It was nineteen dickety do, wasn't it? It was in the seventies. But a very well-known, very well-known horse. There was lots of chat about this at the time. There may very well have been, <laughs> but it's not in my brain. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, listeners of the podcast should get this, because we've mentioned this a few times over the years, and it's a memorable type of one. Number 13... Name the last jockey to ride every winner on a Grade One National Hunt card in Ireland. Rode every winner on the card. Grade One day, big day. No, oh, you're struggling. You're struggling. I'm really struggling. <laughs> we have definitely mentioned this at least three times over the years in the podcast. Well, he went through the card. He rode every winner on that card. This might have been 12 years ago. Okay, go on. Okay. Number 14, one for you, Vanessa, possibly. Name the most recent winner of the champion hurdle to stand at stud as a stallion. Afterwards, obviously. I know this. This is a little while ago again. This yeah, might have been... I know this. This was in the 90s. I, I feel I feel better already. Excellent. 
Okay, and, th and now Vanessa will be all be very disappointed with you if you don't get this one. Oh. Number fifteen. <laughs> what horse became Frankel's first Group One winner as a sire? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if I've got it wrong. First Shit. Group One winner as a sire. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, and sixteen. Jim Cullity won the Cheltenham Gold Cup with Lord Windermere in 2014. His only other runner at the meeting that year also won. Name him. No, Kennedy's got it, I think. No, I don't. Uh, I'm trying to buy myself points by giving a fact about him. Yeah, there is a connection to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, hope, I'm hoping that'll give me a half a point. No, no half yeah, points. It <laughs> has to be half points. <laughs> if there's not half points, I'm screwed. <laughs> oh, I've just remembered the Trevor Hemmings horse. Oh, yes. Okay, we'll move on. We'll move on. Number 17. Rule the world. Won by, the grand by the way, just, just, just to say, there is no internet. My brain just finally kicked into gear. Yeah, yeah, grand. Yeah. Go on. Rule the world. Won the Grand National as a novice. Name the most recent novice chaser before him to win the race. Now, that is tough. That could have easily been in the hard section. That could easily be in the hard section. And I w if, you, if it doesn't come into your head straight away, I'd say forget about it, because it is quite a while ago. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Number 18. Uh, a lot of people mightn't know this for a fact, but I suspect if they took an educated guess at it, they'll be right. I'll put it to you that way. Number 18. Which British trainer sent out a record 12 r winners in one day in 1982? Oh, God. How would you? What? If you, if, you, if you think about it and have an educated guess, you'll probably get it right. 1982. 12 winners in one day. Isn't that unreal? 12 in one day. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm taking I'm a complete punt on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm taking a total guess. Yeah, I, I think it, if we could find some stats on the, 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 the success rate of educated guesses on this, I think a lot of people will get it right. right. Right, from now on, lads, I promise to do this on the pod, and I've, went, I've pretty much done it from, from the, for the rest of the quiz. Um, after last year's quiz, and in the meantime, uh, listeners would have sent in questions. Yes. And I, I've been saving them up and putting them away into a little file all year. And pretty much, I, I think 11 of the last 12 questions are coming in from listeners. Oh, wow. Thank you very much, listeners. So we've got two media, we got two more mediums to go here, um, both of which could have easily fit into the hard section, I think. And the first one is from a man, a loyal listener, uh, a good pal of ours for a long time, Nick Davis, who sent in a heap of good questions that made it to the list. Good so man, Nick. Th this is Nick's first one. Good man, Nick. Here we go. Number 19. What was the last horse to make his race course debut in the Derby. Screw you, Nick. <laughs> it's Nick, an obscure one, but so these things stick out in people's heads no, a little I, bit. I, uh, it wasn't that long ago. He turned out to be useless. Most of them tend to do. Uh, if you run them in the Derby first up, you probably break them anyway, don't you? Yeah, well, you're probably brain dead as much as anything, but uh, <laughs> hey, hey ho, your money. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it anymore, of course. Actually, they changed, they changed the rule. Didn't he run all right? He he, finally he, he like wasn't disgraced, but I don't think he turned out to be any good. He, he finished something like eighth, but he was rubbish. Oh, I don't think he finished that close. Like let, that. Me, let me just see it. I think he might have won a race 
I'm gonna I'm gonna check it here, but I think he might have won a race over hurdles at some stage. Where did he finish uh, in the Derby itself? I'll tell you now. I have it I right I don't have his name, here. but I can't think of it. And I'll give you a clue. It was it was um, roughly 10 years ago. Yeah, no, I know. I, I remember him. I just can't think of his name. He did win one race subsequently. He ran in the Derby. He was only beaten 30 lengths. He finished 17, but he was only beaten 30 lengths. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fair effort awful. now. Yeah, 30 lengths. Debut. Yeah. He did. What did he win in the end? He won... A handicap at Lingfield off 60. <laughs> two years two years later. And at he least he was a winner. The dream's still alive. A, a three-runner, two-mile handicap at Lingfield on <laughs> the all-weather. Wow. Made all. Reminder soon after start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kicking and screaming, he was brought over the line there. Um, a career record of 36 starts, one win. I feel like I should know this and I can't think of it. I, no, I wouldn't knock it for not knowing it. It's, it's, it's a bit obscure, but if you know it, you'll, you'll have it pretty quick, I think. All right, question 20. Question 20. This comes from Bet Catalyst on Twitter. Um, this is a good question. Which winner of the Irish Champion Stakes wrapped up his racing career by finishing down the field in a handicap hurdle at Wing Canton at the age of 12? Sorry, sir. Please may I have the question again. Which winner of the Irish Champion Stakes wrapped up his racing career by finishing down the field in a handicap hurdle at Wing Canton at the age of 12? The detail of the latter part of the question isn't all that important. Just try and recall a winner of the, the highly prestigious Group 1 Irish Champion Stakes that kept racing forever and turned out to be pretty you know e ended up in pretty undignified circumstances for an Irish how long ago um, it was in the 90s can't no, no don't get don't have it no yeah w when he asked the question now I had I to go and I, so I, I, dumb w when Bet Catalyst asked the question to me on Twitter I didn't have a clue either I had to go chasing it but oh that's alright I feel I feel somewhat better I still feel dumb it's though it's a good question but if you feel dumb now Emmett oh. as we Go through the door into the hard question section. You're about to feel an awful lot dumber. Just turn off the podcast <laughs> now. Do yourself a favor. These are some tough, like, tough like questions. Like I said, Emma, this is going to be an educational process for us both. Yeah, it's that Conor McGregor quote, quote Vanessa. I never lose, I learn. Yeah, that's Absolutely, it. Absolutely, Conor, well said. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. I think for a fellow with good racing knowledge, if you're getting three or four out of these ten rights, you've done well. I mean, basically, in terms of good racing knowledge in these questions, Rory Delaghi is our yardstick, correct? Yeah. yeah. One of these questions is from Rory, actually. Okay. But oh, these, last year. these are high, very tough. And, and a lot of them, you, a lot of them you, your Google won't be your friend. But isn't Rory's speciality racing in the 1920s? Like, that's going to be no good for any of us. Oh, some of these now go back a little bit. Okay, let's, let's go for it. Okay. So let's move on to question 21. Hard questions. Number 21. Back from Nick Davis again. Who is the only horse who has been a beaten favourite in all of the following races. The King George, the Champion Hurdle, the Champion Chase, and the Cheltenham Gold Cup. Oh, Jesus. You would never think such a horse would exist, but it does. Not the punter's pal. No. Can you repeat the question, please? So this horse has been a beaten favourite in all these races. The King George at Kempton, the Champion Hurdle, the Champion Chase, and the Cheltenham Gold Cup. So this horse was a top-class two-mile hurdler, as well as being top-class over fences, over two miles, and over staying trips. Impressive resume, you'd have to say. You wouldn't think there'd be a horse that could do that, but there is one, and we have it. Um, I'll give I'll give a small clue. 
because I think a lot of people are not uh, the majority of people listening are going to struggle with all these hard ones I think Kevin just looked at my face and it's uh, an expression <laughs> of uh? well this horse formerly had a high profile race named after him it's been relatively recently taken off him oh that, that might help people okay well we can just take an educated guess is now is this uh, from a long time ago that he was racing yeah um, not not a million years ago, but are we talking like seventies? Um, I can't remember, but it would have been seventies, eighties, I think. Yeah. Okay, I've taken a guess. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. I've guessed. Anyway. Okay, number twenty-two from Nick Davis once again. Name Wait, that is what was that? Not twenty. That was twenty-one. We just did. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Wrote the wrong place. Never mind. Never mind. Twenty-two from Nick Davis again. Name the two fillies in history that have started favorite for the Derby. Goodness. One is in the 90s, one is in the 70s. I don't know. You, uh, plenty of people <laughs> will get the one in the 90s, I think. That was a very well, high... Good luck to them. A very high-profile one. The one in the 70s, now I wouldn't have had a stony hope of getting it. There's a painting there. Were you in the sitting room yet? There's a painting of the minstrel in the sitting room. Uh, you want to ask me a question about that? That's fine. Uh, Philly's favourite in the derby. All right, number 23. This is from Tom Ahern, who got in touch with me on Twitter. And this question was brought up on Twitter completely coincidentally only a few days ago. And oh, dis- dis- no. despite being warned for no one to give the answer, somebody did. No. What horse r- ran in all three of the novice hurdles at the Cheltenham Festival? Oh, I saw the answer and I don't... Uh, I don't remember. He ran in all what? three of the novice... He ran in the, in the Supreme in what we'll now call the Ballymore... And the Albert Bartlett, he ran in three separate renewals of all those in consecutive years. And he re- he was a novice. Uh, the whole he I was a novice shoot. for three seasons, and he ran in a different novice race at Cheltenham each year. I honestly thought you wouldn't ask that question, so I just ignored it. And it's obviously recent because the Albert Bartlett hasn't been there for this all that long. This was actually answered on the Final Forum Podcast Twitter page. That's hysterical. Yeah, Vanessa, put that phone down. Hey, <laughs> stick to the sheet of paper. No, we can see you. <laughs> It, it, <laughs> you'd have to you'd have to go digging around Twitter now because Google won't get you this obviously. put the phone down Vanessa just <laughs> stick to the paper <laughs> I can't I'm addicted okay no, I, I don't care I, this, this look this looks bad for you <laughs> right read the short history of ethics Fo- focus on the paper okay, okay. We'll, we'll move on I'm we'll move on back. number 24 from our good friend Reese Williams come on Reese on Twitter, this this is a good question. Then he asked, yeah. the, coincidentally, he asked this one on Twitter the other day, and nobody could get it. So I suspect oh, a great. lot of people would struggle. What horse was pulled up in an open point to point at Black Forest Lodge before winning at the Cheltenham Festival on his very next run? And it's a recent one. If you if you thought about the type of race that you know that a horse a horse might have had his prep race in the point to point. Um, I, you, you might have a chance of getting it. It's a good question. Relatively recently now, certainly in the last five years. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, number 25. This is from Dave Whitaker on Twitter. Hey, Dave. Regular listener. The Great Arkle won the Cheltenham Gold Cup three times. What horse also won the Gold Cup for the Duchess of Westminster? You just know somewhere 
I don't know. I was going to say somewhere in Cheltenham, but Rory's no longer in Cheltenham. But wherever Rory is, if you listen to this, he knows. You just know he's, he's getting this one. It, it's quite a while ago. We're talking 40 years ago. This, this, <laughs> this reminds me of my college exams. Move on to 26. <laughs> we will. I mean, literally, all I've got is question marks now. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're the same as me. No, I'm not knocking anyone for not getting the hard ones now because they are tough. Okay, number 26. This is from Steve Williams on Twitter. What horse fell twice in the 1992 Cheltenham Gold Cup? The really stupid one. <laughs> so you can imagine what would have had transpired for a horse to fall twice. Remounted and fell again, yeah. In the not, 19- not necessarily. Oh, he fell when he was unseated. He, well, he could have fallen twice. Could have fallen, got up, ran loose and fallen again. Yeah, that's what was, yeah. And Don't it was, know. It, it was, at the time, it was, plenty was made of it. Yeah, don't know. Really? <laughs> I was I was a child. I was in nappies in 1992. <laughs> I wasn't, but anyway. Will maybe, you, maybe. When we do the answers, will you expand on some of the Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, You're, you're yeah, going to yeah. have to. Go on. Okay, number 27. This is possibly one of the most gettable hard questions, I think. Oh, please. This is from right, Ri- come on. This is from Richard Finnegan. This is our moment, Vanessa. On Twitter. This is our moment. Ruby, if you think about this, you'll get it. But it might take a bit of thinking. Ruby Walsh has ridden 50 Cheltenham Festival winners. What was his last winner in a handicap chase at the meeting? You'll have to think about it, but I think it was a it was a very high-profile one at the time. It's it's not today or yesterday. But I'd say if, if, some, if you put your head down now over Shut the next up, few I'm days, <laughs> you'll have a good chance of getting that. I'll help you out. It was over 10 years ago. It's a long time ago. I know the horse. It was the... Yeah. Think you have it? No, I have the race, though. Okay. Again, I'm going to hope for a... Inspiration. Half point. Okay. Half a point. You're giving us half a point for half guesses. No, we're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, n- number 28. The great Rory DeLarge, um gave me this one. You may as well just draw a line through this one straight away, so... That's a good question. It's a very. It didn't, it didn't make the cut last year for some reason but but I saved it for this year what horse went off favourite for the National Hunt Chase aka the four miler at Cheltenham then the very next year went off favourite for the Supreme Novices Hurdle that is a joke that did not happen it did happen well I told you draw a line through that question <laughs> the second Rory's name was mentioned <laughs> I knew we were screwed yeah again it's not it's, tricky tricky Trevor you it's not today or yesterday that one that's a fine question Right. Now, this this is a tricky one. <laughs> ah, here. <laughs> this comes from Bill Fanning on Twitter, number 29. Right. Lester Piggott, in his final winning ride in the UK, he won the race by a short head and a short head from two future champion jockeys. Name them. You're doing what well. Kennedy's given that look now that he thinks he might have it. I'll be shocked if you have it. <laughs> so I'll, I'll phrase that slightly differently. Can you name the two future champion jockeys Lester Piggott beat in his final winning ride in the UK by a short head and a short head? What year? Oh, whatever. It would have been the early 90s. So the, And these two lads now are both riding up until... One of them is still riding, and one of them retired relatively recently. Champion jockeys. I 
think I have it. Is the second fella still riding? Oh, well, now I don't, for sure. I better double check. Oh, I definitely don't, so. <laughs> if, you have to, if you have to check if my answer is... Look, I'll show you. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. How, how wrong is that? Jesus, you have terrible handwriting. I do. Sure, look at my hand. Yeah, I they're, can't write. They're, they're both wrong, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he, the, the two of these are retired. Both recently retired. Oh. And it, they would they would have been I I can only imagine they both would have would have been claiming apprentices at the time of this that this happened. But they both recently retired. Okay, we're in the home straight lands. We're we're further up the home straight. <coughs> Excuse me. First cough. I've done well to keep that off till now. Number thirty. The last question. And uh, this was again a subject of discussion on Twitter, and I gave the answer. Oh. This is a, it would have been over a month ago, probably. What was the last horse to win a grade one bumper, a grade one hurdle, and a grade one chase during the course of their career? I think you, this is one of the more gettable ones, too, when you when you really think about it. Bear in mind, you've only really got the Cheltenham and Punchestown bumpers there. Which winner of that of one of those races went on to win a grade one over hurdles and a grade one over fences? Um. When this question was posed on Twitter, there was an awful lot of conclusions that it hadn't have it, it, it had never been done, but it has been done. There's a clue I could give, but it would give it away immediately, I think. G give, the, give the clue. Oh, I don't <laughs> know if I want to. It'll, it'll give it away okay, too, too easily. If I write down this. No. Not trained by him? No. No. Oh, I don't know that. I'll give it, not trained by Willie Mullins. Not trained by a powerhouse trainer. No. Would have happened about... Between 10 and 15 years ago. They're the only clues I'll give. Rare achievement. Very rare. I'm going to wow, take a I'm guess here, actually. I'm going to take a while. You'd think, you think there would have been a so, uh, horse that has done that since then, wouldn't you? A grade one bumper, I, I was grade one hurdle, grade one chase. I was convinced that there was a Graham Wiley horse that did that. Funny enough. Which one? I was trying to think of the one that won the champion bumper at Punchestown for Jamie Codd, having been favoured at, uh, or, or one of the favourites at Cheltenham. Um, all of the Mullins team discarded him. Jamie rode him. He won, and then he won a Grade One chase. But I'm wondering, did he win a Grade One hurdle as well? Yeah, let's see. I'll figure this out. But it's it's not the right answer. But we'll dig it out for the sake of conversation. Uh, <laughs> might be Black Hercules. Bell's Hill. Bell's Hill. Yeah. Bell's yeah. Hill. No, hasn't got that Grade One over fences. Grade Two over fences, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah, there we go. All right. Shane's Hill doesn't quite cut the mustard either. Yeah. All right. Okay. Balls. All right. Now, let me wonder, actually. I'm just doubting my own question here. I wonder. Oh. I, ha I haven't quite. Oh, no, I know the answer. I have inquiry. The answer I have is the right one, but I'm thinking when I framed this question, did I mean it as in a grade one hurdle, an open grade one hurdle, and an open grade one chase? As in, uh. do novices count? Because the answer I have won an open grade one hurdle and an open grade one chase, so that might wow, that might it. that might be the question. All right. Well, I I've guessed so. So we we better frame it that way. 
not as in novices don't count. You have to have won an open grade one hurdle and an open grade one I'm chase. Pretty confident that I'm completely wrong, but there we go. Uh, is it ten questions to go? No, that's it. That's it. Oh, that was the last question. That's the last question. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm afraid I got a sm I got a small bit lazier than last year. Oh no! This is terrible. Oh. Yeah, I've done awful. Stop. Uh, ten easy, ten medium. No. And ten hard. You're the worst. Why are you moaning? Because I, I thought at least you want we'd more have, hard questions. I thought we'd at least have some chance to go onto a second, like a fourth page, and there'd be something written. There is literally one, two, three answers, <laughs> four answers for questions twenty to thirty, and I'm pretty sure they're all wrong. But that's okay. Like like I said, I think someone with real good racing knowledge, if they got three or four of the hard ones right, they're doing really, really well. Well, I have question marks on my piece of paper from 19 to 30. <laughs> Good. You and I are in the same club, yeah, so Vanessa. Now the, the last two in the mediums could, could easily have been in the hard section, I'll, to be I'll, fair. I'll meet you in the bar, Vanessa. <laughs> I'm nervous that of my confident one, the ones further up that I'm confident of, but now I'm thinking I was very confident of that first question, and that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, I think history will reveal that you, you're in the right area with the with your first answer but okay. not the, the the answer wasn't right all right um so that, that's it yeah, you'll know exactly what i mean when you hear the answer that's <laughs> it um we are going to have the answers podcast uh, which will come out on the 27th of december if you are trying to figure out what to listen to on christmas eve or christmas day if you are driving home for christmas and you're listening to this quiz going oh, feel like an idiot uh and cheer yourself up by listening to the joseph o'brien interview that i did for matchbook um he is quite the character joseph o'brien uh spoiler alert he's also a box set addict <laughs> just like me yes for all the times that kevin and i've said we're done talking about game of thrones in the final forum podcast joseph o'brien and i talk about game of thrones <laughs> on the matchbook betting podcast you can get it at insights.matchbook.com or on your favorite podcast app it's available now and he is it, it, lads, a, lads it's, it's really good listen to it he's an it absolute is, gentleman it's really good it was it's my first time interviewing joseph and um he's a real gent i have to say absolute gentleman uh, so uh, emma, did a great, emma did a great job it's, it's the best joseph o'brien interview you'll have ever heard Oh, wow. It's Thank you very much, Kevin. That is, very, very good. That is hands down. I was encouraged to listen to it because I wouldn't normally be a matchbook listener. What? <laughs> I do. I, <laughs> I still love you, Emmett, but I just don't have time for everything in my life, okay? But I listened to it, and it was it was top, top class. You're very kind, Vanessa. Thank you very much. Um, and thank you for all the kind words on social media as well. He's a class act. He's brilliant. I really enjoyed doing that. Right. I've enjoyed doing this too. I feel like a complete dum-dum, <laughs> but I've enjoyed recording it. Uh, it is our annual quiz now. If you have done well, I salute you. Um, we will reveal all on the 27th of December. That's when we're <laughs> revealing our... Um, you all right there, Kevin? Excuse me. That's when we're doing our Answers podcast. It'll be available then. So Vanessa and I can be made to feel either very proud or really low, one or the other. Um, either way, it'll be out on the 27th on attheraces.com and Apple Podcasts as well. Can I just say, uh, we are going to do, uh, or by this stage, you'll have heard, hopefully, our Christmas special, which I really hope has got uh, bags full of winners for you. We're joined by Nick Luck and by Rory DeLarge to uh, pick the festive winners in all the big races for... Uh, the Christmas racing at Leopardstown live and at the races uh, Kempton on ITV and uh, yeah looking forward to it um, hopefully we've got some good winners in there for you and 
maybe even a festive lucky 57 as Kevin Blake likes to go for uh, a very happy to be Christmas fair, there's enough there'll be enough runners on, on Stephen's Day slash Boxing Day you could easily find 57 horses easily easily particularly with all those meetings um, a very happy Christmas to you thank you so much for listening to the Final Forum podcast uh, we're ha- we have one more podcast to go which is our Answers podcast and, uh, and that wraps it up for 2017 but we will of course be back in the new year we'll have a special guest on uh, as we look back on the Christmas racing to review that and look ahead to 2018 as well from the Quizmaster Jeremy Paxman himself Kevin Blake good luck and if you find these questions really hard please complain to me on Twitter I enjoy that the taste of your tears is just so sweet to me <laughs> <laughs> from the host of the Bloodstock Show and at the races, Vanessa Ryle. Until next time, guys. First lady of the Final Forum podcast. And from me, Emmett Kennedy, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for taking part. No Googling. Do it honestly. We'll talk to you next time on the Final Forum podcast. Happy Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, that sounded really festive, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> Have you downloaded the free app, The Races app yet? With easy to use race cards and form, expert daily tips, plus video replays and in-app betting, it's the app that no racing fan's phone should be without. Available for free on your iPhone or Android mobile, visit attheracescom forward slash app for more details.